This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Welcome back to your tech report. It is your tech report with Mark Aflalo and Mitchell Whitfield. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for following along on all the social media as well. It is at your tech report if you haven't actually discovered that just yet. Mitchell, I wanted to talk about Disney Plus streaming. I signed up for the Disney Fan Club, which is a D23, they call it. Um, because there's a, a sale going on right now. I don't, I don't oh, know if yes. it's still going on, where you can prepay for three years for it's like $144. Right. Okay. I saw that and I counted, like I, I did the math in my head and I'm like, okay, well, that's a pretty damn good deal. That's like $4 yes. a month. Uh, then I got talking about it with some people and we, we talked about the whole geolocation thing and the fact that, you know, Netflix has different content in the States and Canada, UK, et cetera, et cetera. Hulu doesn't even exist in Canada. You can't even get Hulu here. Which is crazy, but yeah. Which ahead. is nuts. So so can you, you know, from the U.S. perspective, yes, Disney Plus will include ESPN. Yeah, yeah. Because remember, D, D, yeah, because Disney owns uh, ABC, ABC correct. and ESPN. So, yes, we're talking ESPN. Go ahead. And it will include Hulu content, right? Uh, or a Hulu was, subscription? Uh, I wasn't even going to go there. I have to check that out. Okay. Um, we'll, I, we'll I don't know. Check this out while we do this. Check, I mean, check that out while we do this. Uh, but we're talking about Disney's full library of proprietary Disney shows, movies, okay? We're talking about Marvel's complete library well, so, of movies. So We're this talking is... about Star Wars' complete library. We're talking about The Simpsons' complete library. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so so <laughs> let, let, me, let me pause there for a second. There will be a bundle for Disney Plus and Hulu and ESPN, which is going to be twelve ninety nine. Right. So, which so you're makes still paying separately for the Hulu. It. Yeah. So I, I was having this conversation Labor Day weekend, and I was talking about you know all the different things, and someone said, oh, great, another $8 I'm going to have to spend, to which I brought up. Well, you know, if you sign up now, you get a good deal. I said, but think about it. This is, uh, when we first heard about Disney+, Plus, my mind went to probably where everybody else's mind is or went, which was, oh, great, another service that I'm going to subscribe to just so I can watch a couple shows. Right. But every announcement that has come from Disney+, Plus about the service and about the original content that span the Star Wars universe, that span the Marvel universe, that span the historical archives of all of these properties. This is like a no-brainer, and this is not a question anymore. This is, I must have this. Otherwise, I'm not going to see Star Wars content directed by Jon Favreau. This is yeah. not crappy stuff. No, this is really... And, and listen, I the one thing, and you, you touched on something that was kind of genius that I was going to bring up. So here's the thing. The, the one thing that you worry about when you're paying for a new streaming service, if you already have Amazon Prime and you're thinking about getting Hulu, if you already have Netflix and you're worried about getting blah, 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 uh, you worry about redundancy, right? You're like, well, here here I am. What am I really paying for? I'm paying for a couple of maybe, you know, proprietary shows, a couple of exclusive shows, but for the most part, I'm getting a lot of the same stuff that I could get here, here, or here, right? No, no, no. Not so much with Disney, because I know what people are thinking. Oh, I can see the Marvel movies now on Netflix. I could see the the Star Wars stuff on, you know, whatever the other services. I could do all this and other services, but that's only today. 
once Disney surface, once Disney service, service launches, once Disney Plus launches, and once the deals that are currently in place with other streaming services, other pay channels, HBO, Showtime, Cinemax, once those deals are done, the only place you will be able to see Star Wars, the only place you'll be able to see the Marvel movies, streamed, pay-per-view, whatever you want, I mean, it's going to be streaming, I guess, the only place you'll be able to see there is Disney+. Plus. That is it, folks. So people that worried about, oh, I can already get this here, that's just today while those deals are still going. Yeah. Once, those, once the deals that Disney made with other streaming services and pay channels to show their content, once those deals are done, everything Disney owns will come to their own channel. That's going to be what separates them from other companies because they have the content and they're going to have it only on their station. And this is worldwide, guys. This is yeah. just because you think, oh, well, in Canada there's different deals. This service is going to be launching worldwide. This service is launching in the U.S. November 12th. I believe Canada is the same date. Um, there may be some content redundancy for the first couple of months, but as these yeah. deals expire... Even if you're in Canada, don't count on that stuff living anywhere else but their service. We're countdown as of right now when we're recording this episode, 68 days, 18 hours, 23 minutes, and 14 Not the seconds. Counting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's on their website, okay? <laughs> I know, I know. We're, we're talking about, I mean, Star Wars The Mandalorian, Disney's Lady and the Tramp, Disney's Noel, High School Musical, the series, you, this Hero is exclu- This is like, you know, this is exclusive This is all content. exclusive. Just, yeah, for their, Monsters yeah. at Work from the Monsters, Inc. universe, Falcon right. and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, uh, I'll be Marvel's watching every what one of these, if. by the way. Go ahead, yeah. Did you hear about Marvel's What If? Did you read this, this incredible no, no, series? No, tell me about this it. This is What Ifs. It's an animated series. Okay. It's a What If This Happened series. So oh, what if gosh. Thanos didn't get all the Infinity Stones? Oh, this and is they're doing be great. And they're doing an animated form, and they're using all the original on voice film act? movie actors as voice actors in the oh, series. Oh, that is brilliant. That is, I, Mark, I, I'm watching Mark. He's like a, like a schoolboy. He's so excited about this. I don't blame you. I feel the same way. Star Wars Clone Wars continues on this service. Loki. Right. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a, a Toy Story spinoff. There's, so many things. There's a Frozen spin. I mean, there's and so Ewan, many Ewan McGregor, things. Ewan McGregor is going to be doing a, a Star Wars, an Obi-Wan Kenobi series, right? Yes, Ewan McGregor is doing... his old character. Yes, exactly. Yes, it, it's crazy. <laughs> I, I, I mean, listen, even if, even if it was just for the exclusive content, the, the originals that they're going to be doing, their original shows, I would, I would probably dive right in. But the fact yes. that eventually this is going to be the only place you get... All right, now let's look at it from the other... Let, let's flip this around, okay? Yeah. Mark. Here we are saying, oh, isn't it cool? I can, if I want to watch all these shows, I can, I can just get Disney+. Plus. It gives me a great reason. It really incentivizes me to get Disney. Now, look at the other side, though. Is it a little manipulative? Because here's what happens when the most powerful movie studio on the planet creates their own service. Now they're able to take all their content and say, ooh, sorry. Now if you want to see all those movies that you've loved for the last 50 or 60 years, you've got to pay for it. I mean, do, or is, it, is this getting a little big brotherish? I mean, there's the positive side, which is, oh, I want to subscribe. Look at all the cool stuff I get. But there's another way of looking at this, Mark, which is a studio creating a service that says, okay, now if you want to watch our stuff, you can't get it anywhere. You're going to have to pay for it. Do you you're think- not going to see it on HBO. You're going to have to pay to get your favorite shows. If you're a Star Wars or Marvel fan, this is the way you're going to have to watch it. Is, it. is there a downside to this for consumers saying, oh, now I feel like I'm being manipulated into spending money to get back the shows I used to get for free or I used to get on my other services? Is there something there that you see a backlash? Well, you know, I think it really there's an unknown factor here, and the unknown factor is um, 
for those who don't subscribe to a streaming service, who still wait to see things on demand or right. see things um, when your local cable provider decides to air an episode or a movie that was on from you know 10 years ago, right. will those still exist? Will those relationships where people you know were able to see, you know, think Christmas time, you know, get to see Charlie Brown and Peanuts Christmas story or something like that. Will that kind of stuff still exist on regular, you know, cable television? I think it might. You know why? You know why it might? Uh, to get every people, once in to a while, tease people back into their service. It's like what yeah. we said about Apple TV having an incremental update because it's a great tease. It's a great way to remind people, oh, we're giving you this for free. But if you ever want it again, you've got to subscribe. Subscribe. So, I mean, it could be their <laughs> part of their genius plan, which is a little teaser or advertising for why you want to subscribe to this service. If you want more of this, you better come to us. So, listen, I'm just I'm just playing the contrarian here and saying there's another side to this because I could see consumers that are used to getting all these great movies, all these great Disney shows right now on their local cable, on their streaming service currently. And then saying, oh, you mean now if I want to watch it, I have to pay for it? I, I could see there being a little bit of a backlash there. But for the rest of us that are used to it, it's a new model, Mark. This is, this, is the, this is the new world. We said when we started this radio show years ago that the way people consume media is changing and the traditional model for watching television, which is sponsor-driven product, that requires sponsorships and, you know, if if people, if sponsors don't want to buy, if people don't want to watch, then it goes off the air. That model is disappearing for better or for worse, for the most part, better. But there are going to be a lot of people that still are old school about consuming television movies that don't understand this is the wave of the future. Everything is going to be streaming. And the nice part is it gives the consumer more control over what they watch and what they pay for. No longer are we going to see people paying for a bunch of, you know, products and, you know, maybe we'll, they'll get a couple things they like and most of the stuff they don't really give a you-know-what about. But now we're really paying for exactly what we want. It's going to be much more of a hunt-and-choose kind of concept for how you consume media. So this is, this is what we're going to be seeing going, for, going forward, don't you think? I, I agree wholeheartedly. I think this is, um, you know, we have to succumb to the fact that this is the way the world is going to evolve. And, 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 you know, the fact that this is a service and it's going to be launching on every platform makes it almost more accessible to the, to the, to the masses than any other service that's been out there and any other services launched. Right, right. You know, Netflix is a great example because it's really, it's available across the board. But you look at Hulu, you know, it took some time for that service to get onto other platforms and other media streamers. And now with, with iTunes, you know, being available on televisions, people have access to that stuff immediately. I'm curious to see and to know if they're going to publish any kind of subscriber numbers from the start. And I'm curious to see how their original programming fares over time because Netflix was really big about original pro- – actually, first they started with just their library. Then right. they spent all this money on original programming, which has become Emmy-nominated, I mean, Oscar-nominated in some cases. Absolutely, yeah. Amazon as well. Um, I think Netflix is kind of the, the example that people are trying to follow in the footsteps. Yes, but we're also seeing Netflix trying stuff and quitting really quick. They'll try something which we all think is which we all think is great, you know, great, grossly successful, and then saying no, you know, we're canceling this after one season, or saying we're only doing two seasons of this. I'm curious to see what kind of risks they take at Disney Plus. Uh, you know, I was just going to bring this up. I was going to take the other side, but I know what you're saying. I don't think we see too many Netflix shows that get cut that short when you compare it to if you compare it to network television, where if a show doesn't do well in its first couple of episodes, it could be gone. 
You know, we'll see a show disappear after three or four weeks because the numbers weren't there. And that once again, the sponsorships weren't there because people weren't putting money into advertising on those shows. They disappear, right? At least, you know, with a Netflix show, with a Hulu show, with a Disney Plus series, at the very least, you know, you're getting a full season. At the very least, in the, for the most part, for most of Netflix shows, you do get two and three seasons, right? It's, it's kind of rare that you see that one season, but at least you'll get a full season. Yeah. And I think for a lot of people that, you know, I, I've had some of my favorite shows just disappear with no closure. And yeah. then I'm like, what happened? I, I didn't, you know, at least, you know, you get some sort of closure during these shows. What I'm hearing, though, that is going to make the Disney series different. And Mark, I don't know if you, I'm, I'm sure you knew about this. We just didn't talk about it. They're not going to be dropping their shows on Mac. You're not going to get a 13-episode drop to binge oh, I didn't, watch. I didn't know this. Okay, so for their original per, I know what I think the Mandalorian, whatever the new uh, Ewan McGregor show is, their, their Obi-Wan Kenobi series, yeah. they're going to be releasing it weekly. Oh, really? Because I think what they're finding is, and again, this could be a monetary thing. This could have everything to do with the money. Because what they're finding is you'll have people that will binge watch an entire series, what, in a month, in a month, and then oh, cancel their subscription. Oh, days, if not a right, weekend. Right, I'm sorry. I, I've done it in a full, uh, you know, I've, I've done a full series in two days or one day. Yeah. So, and then just drop their subscription. So what happens to their, you know, oh, people okay. have the ability to just watch everything they want and then cancel. Yeah. Correct. But if it's a weekly show, you can't do that. So I'm wondering if Disney is getting really smart about this and taking away the ability for people to, okay, I'm going to watch this whole series in, in one or two days and cancel my subscription. Listen, you can't a, do that with Disney. Well, there's a workaround, which is wait till all the episodes are out, then subscribe then, watch everything, and then cancel it if you want to. That's but true, I mean, but you know, I think people would be hesitant to wait you know, three three or four months while all their friends are talking about this show. Yeah, exactly. Other water cooler uh, talk and rooting. And correct. Friends, I know, yeah. Correct. And plus, I think there's so much other content to be had. You know, selfishly, Mark? You know, for I'm sure our listeners know, but if you're new to the show, I've been an actor for the last 30 years, and I've, especially the last few years, done a ton of voice acting on a lot of animated shows. I'm the voice of a lot of Disney characters on yes, their television series, right? So I'm thinking, man, I hope all of my television series are going to find a new life on Disney Plus so I can get paid all over again. Wouldn't that be nice? That'd be great. So Check the writing on your contracts to see what's kind of what's what's covered and what's not. Oh, they'll, um, they'll have to. I mean, you have to get paid some residuals. So I'm just saying, I would love to know that. Oh, are these shows that I've been on? Are they going to get a new life on Disney I'm sure Plus? Because I've done well, sure over the last are. ten years, so that would be really cool. Not only I'll that, you, but the opportunities for new programming is going to exist. Um, that you That's know, very hopefully true. will work for everybody. That's very true. So we've got Disney content, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. So all that content coming to Disney Plus, which starts November 12, twenty nineteen. Eight ninety nine to start right now in the U.S. I, that deal's gone. Actually, that that three year deal is gone. Oh, is it really gone? Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't even get it because I didn't sign ah, enough. My no. buddy, my buddy Jack signed up for it. He called. He texted me actually and said, "I just did this. You should take a look at it." Yeah. And at first, I was on the fence. Like, do I really need it? Then when we started of talking, course you need it. Out, of course I do. <laughs> I mean, listen. Like I said, just the Star Wars original series stuff. I'd be all over that. But the fact that again, that's the only place you're going to be able to find the. Listen, I have the majority of every almost every Marvel film either on Blu. Ray or 4K Blu-ray. Yes. Uh, but I've gone more the digital road recently, especially yeah. because, listen, Mark, the Xbox One X, it doesn't do Dolby Vision. It does not do Dolby Vision for 4K movies. So it's a great 4K Blu-ray player, but it does not do Dolby Vision. The only way to get that is to get it through streaming on my Apple TV. So, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So you can see where I'm going with this. I'd have to I be- can. 
I'd have to get my Apple TV going to get that uh, Disney Plus subscription going. So many things coming up that are really cool. Uh, thank you guys for being here. He is Mitchell Whitfield in Los Angeles. I am Mark Aflalo in Montreal. Head out to uh, head on over to yourtechreport.com. Take a listen to episodes like this and way more. We'll be back soon. You've been tuned in to Your Tech Report. Be sure to follow Your Tech Report online. Email us, contact at yourtechreport.com. Follow us on Twitter at Your Tech Report. Like us on facebook.com slash yourtechreport. For the latest in breaking tech news and reviews, yourtechreport.com. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca.